some days I wake up with a huge list of things to do. Maybe you've been through this before yourself. And actually some days I get quite a lot done and I feel pretty good at the end of the day. Of course, then there are those days where my goals amount to get dinner on the table and keep my children alive. (laughs) I'm Megan Alfaro and this is the Live What Matters podcast. Today's topic is living life on purpose. I tend to be a goal-oriented person myself, so I'm always thinking about what do I need to be doing or what should I be doing and how do I get that done? I can't tell you how many times I've asked my husband, okay, what is the plan today? But this topic goes way beyond personality. This is not something that's limited to people who are goal-oriented in the least. We don't have to be goal-oriented in order to live thoughtfully and intentionally in our homes. So today we're going to talk about our goals and dreams for our family and making those things happen. I've invited Judy Gary to come with me and share some wisdom about living life on purpose. We had so many goals for our family and we had a lot of hits and a lot of epic misses i'll tell you that (laughs) but i was recently looking at some a slideshow of of our family with our old carousel projector and dave and i were backpacking when we were we'd been married for a year or so up in the northern cascades and it was such a wonderful week we went back for a whole week and the glory of God's creation was so majestic. The mm-hmm. glaciers, the wildflowers, and, and we would just sit there day after day and hiking and just, you know, jumping over rivers and doing these wild and wonderful things. And we, we sat there one day and said, wouldn't it be fun if someday if we ever have kids, we can take them all on a backpacking trip just like this. <laughs> and we said, yeah, yeah, that'd be really fun. So as time went on and life took its its wings, we we the lord gave us five children and a few years later we were thinking of that very seed thought that was in the back of our heads wouldn't it be nice wouldn't that be something what a dream to take all of our family one day backpacking of course taking five little kids backpacking was not doable (laughs) 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 so we we actually took out a calendar of years and we realized we only have between the time that the oldest are old enough to not be leaving home but the youngest are old enough to actually climb a mountain Hmm. that only leaves us three years oh my goodness there are only three summers potentially in our lives that we could do this so we looked ahead and we picked picked a summer and we said that summer we're going to be taking our children backpacking in the sierras that's amazing so how many years in advance was that probably 10, 10 or 11 wow. years. So we were looking ahead to that. And of course, circumstances always come along. But but what happened was, it actually happened. And we had such a glorious time. It was beautiful. And yes, some of our children groused the whole time and didn't want to go. <laughs> but no, this is part of this is part of the family dream. And so we went and we did it. And to, even today, so many of our children have learned to love the outdoors. They love the majesty of God's creation. They love being just alone with family. What an inspiring story. <laughs> so you set a goal and you were able to see its fruition. Yeah, I look at those pictures and love them. So let's talk about why setting goals is important. I mean, 
just by your story there, it made me stop to think like, wow, it's important to stop and set goals because you could miss that window of opportunity only those yeah. three years that that was possible. Yeah. So to take that time to plan seems like it was pretty important. But talk about that a little bit. Why is it important to set goals? And, and really, how does this matter in the grand scheme of eternity? First of all, I think if I personally don't set goals, it's probably not going to happen. I think it was Ziegler who said, um, aim at nothing, and you're sure to hit it every single time. So I think it's just wise to plan ahead. Yeah. When I was an older teenager, a lady asked me the question. She said, how would you like others to describe you when you're 60 years old? And that was kind of a weird question. First of all, <laughs> 60-year-olds were really, really old. <laughs> <laughs> they look like kids to me today. But they, they were old people. And I thought, well, what do I want to look like? What, is, what would typify my life at 60? And so it has a consequence in the longevity of your own life mm. to say, this is what I'm shooting for. How am I going to get there? But it also has consequences for eternity because really... We are on assignment. Every single day, we're living on assignment from God. We are serving the Lord. It seems like we're doing maybe mundane things every day, but that has eternal value. Yeah. The stuff we do every day. I recall sitting in, um, well, I wasn't sitting. I was down on my knees scrubbing a toilet, and the kids were little. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, grousing. Oh, this is such a mess. I thought my life was going to add up. I'd given my life to the Lord. I wanted him to use it for his glory. And I'm only scrubbing toilets. Ah, oh, what, a, what, a, what a loss. And I was thinking, okay, Judy, pull it together. It says in Colossians, whatever you do, do it heartily is unto the Lord because it's the Lord you're serving. So I thought, okay, I'm going to pretend like Jesus is coming to dinner and I'm going to scrub this toilet. Mm. for Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit immediately said, no, you're not pretending like he's coming to dinner. The actual task of doing it is an offering to him. You are serving the Lord and it's from the Lord himself. Who, he's going to reward you for scrubbing this toilet. And I've got to tell you, I, I joke when I tell this story to, to my kids because I said, I literally started to gush as I flushed because it was like, <laughs> it was, it was like, oh, there's eternal reward in, in doing this toilet. Hallelujah. Wow. And so as I started to see every part of my day as an assignment from the Lord, the little things each day added up to big things that have eternal reward. Wow. And it, that's a big deal. So when I think about cleaning toilets, like uh -huh. that seems like a pretty small goal to me I mean <laughs> I you know like depends, takes us maybe 10 minutes yeah I guess so <laughs> that's true for yeah. some of us that's a really big goal <laughs> okay clean the toilet um so that's that's my question though are we talking about big goals here or little goals or just do all of them matter actually they all matter mm -hmm. because the little goals add up to big goals it's like we wanted to take our children backpacking for a week. But you can't do that, Coulter. You do the little steps incrementally that build up to a backpack trip. Mm. And I think big goals are little goals. I mean, you're, if your goal is to have a clean house and, and to have a well-managed home, for example, in life or a place that's peaceful, maybe your little goal is to clean the toilet today. Mm. Yeah. And so it all adds up. So we're talking about both. Okay, so let's get really practical here. How do we go about coming up with these goals? 
I, <laughs> just the word goals makes me like, oh, it's so intimidating. <laughs> goals. That's like going on a diet. Goals. <laughs> What's your goal weight? It's like a lot. <laughs> so Is there another word we could use? It sounds like commitment. <laughs> Don't know. But I, I think it starts with hopes and dreams. Uh, hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. I love that. It's like us in the mountains saying, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be nice? Or what if someday? Aww. And we have this little dream that just floats and sticks to the back of our mind and and it starts to grow. And those little hopes and dreams become those goals for your life. The foundational goals for our life are written out very clearly here in God's word. We have everything we need pertaining to life and godliness written right here. So we know what those goals are. We, we, it's told to us. Behold, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. He has plans. And we need to be walking with him to fulfill those plans. But personally, there may be a smaller goal that you have. Something you have that I don't have. Maybe your goal is, is something that God has just put in your heart you might not have even ever told anybody about it, but it's just buried there. Mm -hmm. And it's just every so often pops its little head up and says, hello, I'm still here. And it's a dream mm -hmm. that you have. It's yeah. a goal that you have. Um, but just look at what he's already asked you to do and then say, what is it that makes my heart just reverberate with joy? What resonates with my heart? And make goals out of those. We're going to spend most of our time on this podcast talking about living what matters and being intentional about how we shape our home. But I thought maybe I'd ask, what are some general goals that might we might all want to be kind of thinking of as we're starting this process of coming up with our own individual list of goals mm -hmm. for our family? Yeah, that's a great question because we have the overarching, really foundational, the undergirding goals of our lives. One, we already know Jesus flat out said you're to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. We know that's our goal, to glorify him in everything that we do. I want to be a godly woman. I really want to be that so that when I finish this race, I am running a race, the race marked out before me. When I cross that finish line, I'm going to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in the small things. And that's the measure of it is I want to hear that. As a mother, I want to disciple my children so that they'll know the king mm. and recognize him in their daily lives. I want to raise godly children who are flat-out zealots for Jesus. Really zealous, not just ho-hum Christians, but on-fire Christians. I want Dave's in my marriage to be a living picture of Christ's love for the church. I want to respond, everyone to look at our marriage and see me be like the church in my, the way I respond to Dave and Dave be like Christ in the way he treats me. That's what I want our marriage to look like. And I want our home to reflect joy. You know, it says in Psalm 1611, you've made known to me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forever. I want our home to be fun. I want it to be filled with joy. I want it to be a place where, where the children love to be a sanctuary and while there are lots of hopes and dreams i have to think that these would be at the top of my list wow that's so that's so inspiring i i can't wait to like go and sit down and write out some <laughs> goals of my own but yeah, yeah i share those i share that i love I that and i get excited about 
shaping my home in a way that will bring glory to God yeah. and that will be an inviting place for people to yeah. be, you know? And so yeah. stopping to take time to think about those and break them down. And think, what would it look like if I did that? Yeah. And then break it down into smaller pieces. So what happens if we completely fail <laughs> at one of our goals? Oh, yes. Well, when it comes to, to, to setting goals, of course, we're going to fail at a lot of them. Have you ever failed at a goal? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Lo- oh, I could tell you stories. Give me time. I'll t- yeah, I, had, I could write a book on epic mom fail stories. I have that. <laughs> yeah, just really bad. Really? Oh, yes. So, so here's the deal. But I'm still alive and kicking. So I'm thinking, what, what happens if we fail? Well, we just don't panic. <laughs> we don't panic. We don't kick ourselves and say, you're a, such a loser. Just quit. Because that's what the enemy would say to us. Mm-hmm. What we do is realize, wait a minute. God is sovereign. No purpose of his will be thwarted. He did allow that to fail. And there must be a reason for it. So I'm going to praise him. And if it's something that he has flat out told me to do, I'll keep going in that direction. But maybe... Maybe that's something he doesn't want me to do. Mm -hmm. And I have to go back to him and ask, is this the plan you have for me? Because this proverb says, man plans his way, but the Lord directs Mm, his steps. Yeah. Sometimes the Lord redirects my steps. Yeah. I've had a lot of things that I tried to do with my children that wowzers. (laughs) It It did not end well, but we gave it a shot. I used to feel defeated because I couldn't do it all. And everybody had all these goals and lists and I just couldn't do it. And at the end of the day, I had to stop. I learned to stop and say, yeah, you were busy with your children all day long. You didn't get done all these things that would have been nice to do. But I had to say, was I walking with the Lord today? Yes. Was I pleasing to the Lord? Was my life pleasing to him today? Do I love him? Are my husband and children were they nurtured in the way that the lord wanted me to do that today did i work at home today was i what he wanted me to be today and if the answer was yes then i was a success we can't do it all you know what i would do i would look around and say i am such a loser i i can't do all the things i would look at Sharon over here who is like so beautiful and she was so pretty and so fit and then there was this you know there would be another lady and she was like the bible teacher and so smart and said had so much wisdom then there was this sweet mother that was so nurturing and then there was the master gardener and the musician and everybody had all these skills and in, you know what I did in my head is I put together this superwoman Mm. little pieces of every woman and I made this superwoman and every day I'd hold that woman up and think I failed because mm. yeah, I didn't get hard. done all the stuff to be that lady but mm. God's called us to be unique so be whatever you you are and be that with your whole heart and just enjoy life enjoy the life he's given us he came that we'd have life abundantly do you remember the story of that lady who poured oil on Jesus's feet mm, yeah. and everyone was criticizing her and I'm sure she was feeling unappreciated and like she wasn't accomplishing much but Jesus said of that woman some so pro- some profound words he said to everybody who was criticizing her and she said probably to herself he said this to her she did what she could 
I, I, I saw that in the Bible and I thought, this is great. Mm. She did what she could. <laughs> <laughs> and there were months and uh, swaths of time in my life that I honored the Lord as best I could. I did what I could. Mm. And even when you hear us talk about goal setting, it might make you feel bad if you're not like a super goal setter mm, type of person yeah. with, with a morning make to-do list. But that shouldn't be the case. I figure if you, it's like a, life is like a plate of, of cooked spaghetti. You put <laughs> it on the plate and you just throw everything on the wall. <laughs> Sounds like home, doesn't it? You throw it all on the wall and most of the spaghetti will fall down to the floor, but there'll be a few pieces that stick on the walls. So, <laughs> so whatever sticks on the wall of your brain after being exhorted or God speaks to you, take the ball and run with it. Just do it. And that's where you're going to be experiencing victory. So it sounds like if we could put a, a name to it in a sense that we're saying we're called to be faithful yes, to what God has given to us yes. and the goals that he's called us to. And some may fail. Some may, we may accomplish. Some may just entertain you. And <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, if we can look back and say, you know, I was faithful to what yes. God called me to today, whether yes. it was scrubbing the toilets, right, discipling my kids in the Lord, mm -hmm. taking them on a backpacking trip. Right. If we can just, lay our lives before God and say, I know I was faithful to you today. Take my offering. Right. It is. it is an offering. And that offering must always align itself with the center, right on center with God's foundational goals for our life, that we bring him glory, that we are godly women and that we have glorified him. And there's great reward in eternity when we run the race and run it well. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in the small thing. Therefore, enter into the joy of your master. That's the measure. It's the small things. The simple joys. I hope you're as encouraged as I am by our conversation with Judy today. Maybe it even gave you some things to think about. How are you making progress in those areas that God has called us to? What are some of the ways that you can be faithful today? Have you found God's grace in the midst of failure? Or perhaps our conversation stirred up some hopes and dreams that you've held on to. I'm excited about what God wants to do through you. In the weeks to come, we'll cover more topics that relate to living what matters in our homes. And I hope you'll listen in. Our website, livewhatmatters.org. So I asked Judy to tell me about a time when she failed at one of her goals. And she told me how she always wanted her whole family to sing together in perfect harmony. Apparently, it didn't go quite how she hoped. Today's podcast was produced by Katie Losey and Carlos Alfaro. I'm Megan Alfaro. Until next time, live what matters. <laughs> <laughs>